Hello and welcome to another episode of the Snake Channeled Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie, the psychic known as Snake Channeler, and here we are. No matter where you are at this point in listening, I am here with you. I'm holding psychic space across dimensions, linear timelines, and cultures to be here with you right now. And this is an ability that we all have. So as you sit here listening to this, know that I am also sitting here listening to this. And as we're here, know that everybody else who listens to this pod is sitting with us. We are in community here, and I am so grateful for that. In this episode, I want to give you some updates on snake channel work. I want to talk about the responsibility of manifesting, the occult magic in cultural tension, and to give you a little bit of um, snake-channeled insight as well. So from the top, I have taken a step back from my social media handles to understand how these tools, how these platforms have really affected my subconscious and my um, my deep mind. And in order to strengthen myself as a psychic, I have really taken a step away from those platforms and stepped forward into just a natural connection with the world again. And I say again because no matter how close I am to the universe, to the natural world, it always seems like through somatic experience, exercise, and intention outside, I can really connect and and, um, bring myself into a deeper connection. So that's what I've been doing. I also have found that I miss my online communities, which is something I'm just accepting. You know, I'm just going to let love be where love is. And I love you guys. I miss you. I love you. The dilemmas that I have with social media platforms has nothing to do with the people and the community that I've formed on those platforms. And I am so grateful to see that. And so, hey, I love you. Thanks for being here. This month, I am appearing at the El Rey Vintage Hotel in Santa Fe on the 7th at 7 p.m., to do psychic snake readings with Shisha by the fireplace. We will simply do readings until there are no more readings to be done. And I'm really looking forward to this. Santa Fe is my new community and I'm really enjoying finding the connections that I love here. And I am also embracing kind of like cultural tension moments as um, a big reveal and allowing all to exist 
And I really look forward to connecting to Santa Fe through these readings at the Al Ray. If you're around, come and get a reading. The next event that Snake Channeler is bringing me into and that the Snake Channel is bringing me into this month is we are returning to Solar Punk, which is a consciousness 5D festival that happens outside of Austin, Texas, around San Marcos. And I will be giving readings at Solar Punk from the 12th until the 16th. So four days of readings. Shisha and I are really grateful to be on that trajectory. And I'm really looking forward to returning to this community that's so focused on 5D skill building and who is just really prioritizing health, psychic, and fun. The next event that is rolling out is that Shisha and I just recorded a new interview on a TV show that is sharing a transmission of the 5D skill of communicating with the animal kingdom. Shisha and I had such a fun time on this TV show. It was really such a refreshing lesson of um, where a very high frequency of channeling can come from and that channeling is really a co-creative place that exists in psychic fields that allows information for the environment, the receiver, and the channel to kind of co-create a message and a frequency. And this TV show was so high vibe, as funny as I feel saying that. This was like, I got off of that interview and Shisha and I were just buzzing. We just felt so good. It was an experience that reminded me of why I do snake channeler work. So yay. So there's the updates. Here we are. Let's talk about some of the ethic that I've been exploring in manifesting. Now, we have all of these practitioners up on the social media platforms talking about like manifest this, manifest your dream, manifest your money, manifest your man, manifest your dress, manifest your friends, manifest your fun. And over the last several weeks, I have been realizing that so much of that culture is so egotistical that it's hard to continue moving in it after a while. It becomes limited. So what is the line in manifestive culture that becomes limited? And why is the common narrative of manifestation so self-serving? And there's so much to uncover in this. There are 
a lot of different reasons that somebody would want to manifest. There's a lot of different things that somebody would want to manifest. And then there's a lot of different reasons that somebody would want to teach somebody else how to manifest. All of them have to do with scarcity. All of them have to do with a limited consciousness. I personally didn't even use that word manifest for many years. And what I had been hard on myself for with snake channeler work was that even though I knew I could manifest clients, that I could manifest more money, that I could manifest more events, I found myself squeezing that off so that I couldn't do it. And I was so concerned about why. Why was I keeping myself from having a bit of an easier life? Why was I keeping myself in a difficult position? And what I ended up realizing is that I had kept myself from these things because my intentions were not of the highest good to serve. So what my initial intentions were as an artist when I was in art school and projecting and formulating and visualizing what my career could be was that I wanted to make art that caused a positive impact on the people around me. I never thought for a second throughout art school that I would go into performance art, that I would start doing psychic readings. I was trying to pull all of that positive intention energy from 2D artwork, um, paintings, drawings, and what ended up coming out of those intentions was Snake Channeler. And with Snake Channeler work, I allowed myself to manifest what was good for me while also being in service in these readings for the clients in front of me. What I uncovered in the question of why am I keeping myself from manifesting further with snake channeler work was quite the ego check. What I realized was that I had stifened myself off of some of this power because instead of learning how to manifest and immediately sharing that skill with the greater population, I continued to keep it maybe just with me, maybe just with my clients and me, maybe with just my inner circle. And what hit me was that, you know what, those of us who are truly good manifestors, this doesn't come just for us. This comes because there's suffering on this planet. This comes because 
there is somebody else who's in need and surrendering deeply into this process can help us to live in a way that is the like the true essence of this planet which is abundant which is ease which is beauty and until that is created people who know how to manifest are being called into using all of these powers for immense good and sometimes I feel like this sounds like a little bit too too like the stories of x-men and um you know a little bit maybe escapism through some superficial or supernatural thinking and then I remember some of the great stories of amazing manifestors and um, how they served the community around them. For instance, Jesus giving everybody fish. You know, like we have throughout our cultural history these examples of amazing manifestors and what they have done for the world around them. And so I share all of this to say I have found a new way to serve the people around me. And I'm so excited to expand into this again and I also am sharing this to call out manifestors and to say hey if you are really good at getting what you want if you are really good at letting your dreams come true how about when you manifest you know a thousand dollars for yourself that you also work on manifesting a thousand dollars for everybody that you see in the park. Um, We are all in need right now and this desperation is causing a lot of cultural tension. So to change chapters now and go into cultural tension, yo, who's experiencing it? Who sees it? Who feels it? It's wild. Call after call with friends or like, hey, Stephanie, you know, I am just really looking for like the people that I connect with. I think I'm going to move to this city. What do you think about this? And like what I have experienced out of being nomadic for the last three years is... um this isolation, this um, this difficulty con- to connect with people around us, it's not regional. It's not as simple as leaving a city and moving to another one and all of a sudden you're surrounded by everybody who embraces you. This like quest to be held, this quest to form community is something that seems to be across the board for people who are suspecting that there are more veils that are thinning, that 
you know, the more that we come into our own truths, the more we want to connect with loved ones and with community who truly understands our ourselves. And, um, you know, this isn't to say like, if you, if you want to leave a city, um, not to do so, if you want to leave a city, do it. If you want to move to a smaller place, do it. If you're in a small place and want to move to a big place, do it. Um, but the, the carrot of connection is something that we seem to all be chasing. And it's interesting because I see a commonality between, um, like, online dating and um, relationship building that like you meet on a on a dating website you meet each other and the relationship a lot of the time moves at a faster pace than the natural pace of meeting someone in real life allowing things to meld and slowly coming into things it's almost like we in this online space have formed a way to be able to connect so deeply to others and to connect so deeply, fastly, authentically with a certain part of ourselves that we're going into real life situations and being like, why am I not connecting in this way? And there is a difference between digital connection and natural speed connection. There is something to be said for allowing things to brew. Things are taking a lot of patience right now. And I would like to invite you into a different way to experience this need to connect. During my time away from social media and from reevaluating where I would like to be with it, what I have also discovered is that there has been a relationship between me as a user and creator on social media and the connection that I have with myself. And Instead of going, oh, I just woke up. I wonder how I feel right now. I would find myself in a routine of like, oh, I just woke up. Wonder what's going on on Instagram. And these micro moments begin to erode at our connection with ourself, which erodes at our foundation, which takes away from our discernment, which leaves us with less principle. And it leaves us with essentially less stability to live by. So for those of us who are, who are longing for more real life connection, what I would suggest is to practice talking with yourself, connecting with yourself, cue on some somatic yoga some somatic meditations 
on the uh, on the interwebs, um, on YouTube, maybe, and walk yourself through some somatic practices to remind yourself of what this is, and then go out into the world and see if you can connect somatically to your natural environments. I am somebody who loves to be outside. I would so much rather be outside talking to a tree than talking to a lot of strangers most of the time. And so for me, connecting somatically in my natural environment comes kind of easy. Um, It's my first nature. I feel like my connection with the natural world really is my first language. Even I saying that can find myself checking my emails, checking my Instagram, checking, 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 checking on my phone. And the second that I begin to experience the somatic reality of this universe is also the second that I remember how to listen to myself again. And there's a lot of tyranny right now. You know, while people are unable to connect on a deep level, I've also gone through these wild few weeks of like realizing that some of the friendships that I had were extremely toxic. Realizing that Um, I had let certain other people into my life who had become cruel. Seeing people in public who immediately behave cruelly. And even receiving some very cruel text messages and emails sent to me. And holding compassion for people who are misbehaving while also conducting myself in a way that is sure has meant that I'm listening to myself, I'm connected to my somatic universe, my body is keeping the score, and I am in trust from there. A lot of the tyranny that we're experiencing personally, community, in our community, and in our cultures is because there's a big unknown in our future. Similar to the energy that I psychically felt in 2019, there's something ahead of us in the linear timeline that is going to shift us forever again. And this is running in systematic pattern with previous wars. This is also running in a spiritual initiation taught of in occult arts, in hermetic history. And no matter what side of the coin we look at, there's a precipice afoot. And this mystery causes a stir in everyone, whether they are conscious of this or not. 
And the snake channel suggests this. The snake channel says, remember that you are an unimaginable upgrade of yourself, that you cannot step outside the blueprints of your Akashic records. And so everything that you experience, every relationship that you have is already written into the contract and the journey of your soul. From here, connect deeply with yourself. Feel somatic experiences on your skin through your five senses and allow yourself to truly understand and to truly feel what those moments are to you. From there, you begin to form your own world. The snake channel wants to remind you that you are your own world. You don't owe anybody anything and you're on your unique path to unimaginably upgrading. Your unique path is different from all other paths. So move forward with amazing faith and also forgiveness, compassion, and humility when you see others take a different path. The witnessing of somebody else taking a different path can show up as either conflict or expansion. Allowing yourself to have compassion for those that you are disagreeing with is a way to expand into the love that you truly are. And generally, humans have three choices. To eat, to sleep, or to make an action. And in those three choices, we have essentially two essences that we can activate, fear or love. The snake channel suggests to simplify your life and your experience down to these two components at any time that you feel overwhelmed. Ask yourself, do I need to sleep? Do I need to eat? Or do I need to make an action? And from there, choose love. If you choose fear, you'll be going into an illusion, possibly within an illusion, within an illusion. If you choose love, no matter what your action-based choice is, you can guarantee that for you, it was the healthiest way to move. And with that, I would like to just simply touch on your unique limitlessness before we end this pod and say, hey, you, your soul, are actually limitless. Your energy and energy of this universe is in a limitless phenomenon. And where there's limitation, it's always an illusion. So whether you find limitation in a relationship, in a location, in a work environment, 
know that it is an illusion. The truth is always limitless. So when you're discerning between this or that, go with the more limitless option. The mathematics of who you are is energetic and it truly is limitless. And I'm so grateful to continue exploring life with you as we hold space to even fathom what limitlessness is. Limitlessness is something that's quite scary to a lot of people because it means that the constructs that we're taught in society is not actually always true. And it can be scary to hold space for ourselves as we crumble from constructs that we were taught. And yet, limitlessness and the, the concentration and the acceptance towards limitlessness gives us a set of principles that is truly unbreakable. In limitlessness, you find what truly matters. And in understanding what truly matters, conflict Discipline, determination, and principle all show up very clearly. And I am going to leave us with that. I love you so much. Come and find the Snake Channel wherever you'd like to, at an event, at a workshop, at public readings, one-on-one readings. I'm available for you, and I am so grateful to continue exploring unimaginable upgrades with each of you. Thank you so much. And until next time, goodbye.